Welcome everybody to the Sonoma Spiel. My name is Tim and we're here talking all things in Sonoma Valley. Uh, just a quick reminder to everybody, harvest, grape harvest has started and uh, now's a great time to start coming to visit Sonoma and we'll be hearing uh, an, another date about harvesting grapes and what it's like. But today, today, everybody, very special guest, uh, comes to us all the way from uh, Marin, the county to our south, but he's been all around the world. He's a travel journalist, but more like he's a travel facilitator. And it's Jake Steinman. Jake, good uh, good afternoon. Hello. Hello. How For purposes of this podcast, you can call me Jake Steinman. Steinman for the spiel. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> yes. I'm going to do that with everybody that comes in now with the S sense. Like, and you know, the spiel, I should say, uh, Jose in my office helped me name this podcast because we didn't have a good name for it. And yeah. uh, some people haven't really caught on to the spiel, but I love... <laughs> Which is both a German and a Yiddish word for spiel, yeah. right? To yeah. talk or to chat yeah. or whatever. So I'm glad that you... Bloviate. To bloviate. <laughs> you were in the right spot. <laughs> we are in the right spot. Uh, but Jake, tell me a bit, what, what, is, what is the travelability and, and or travelability? First of all, what is your company and what does it do? It's called Travelability. And what we do is we work with the travel industry mm -hmm. uh, to help make them more accessible for people with disabilities. And when you say disabilities, can you define what that means? Well, we sort of focus on the primary uh, disabilities. Okay. And so, you know, according to the CDC, 20%, close to 20% of the population has a disability. Got it. And, uh, you know, so we're focusing on, you know, primarily mobility, wheelchair mm -hmm. users, mm -hmm. uh, people who are blind, mm -hmm. uh, deafness, okay. and um, families with autistic children. Got it. Those four areas. Is this a field that you've always been in? Or are you kind of new to doing this? Or Well, I sort of... I sort of came in, you know, I was talking about the, you know, coming into the back door, uh -huh, uh -huh. you know, the side door. I think I came in to this through the window. <laughs> and right. so what happened was I, I uh, my office is in Sausalito and um, in 2018, I got an award from the city of Sausalito proclaiming my company North American Journeys. Mm -hmm travel agent of the year. And it sounds like a travel agency, but we weren't a travel agent. Right. We were uh, basically a media and event company that facilitated uh, tour operator travel and digital marketing efforts through conferences and uh, speed dating shows and right. uh, a couple newsletters and a website. And we had a bunch of projects like that that we just sort of built as a portfolio. And uh, But during the course, of, so I got this award and I thought, well, you know, I guess we sound like a travel agent, right, and, right. and they've all been kind of disintermediated by mm -hmm. OTAs, mm -hmm. by uh, uh, online travel agencies yeah. and people and booking so, online. Yep. But during the course of that year, for the next six months, people started knocking on my door asking for help planning travel. And if you know that, you know, in this day and age with these <laughs> online travel agents, if they're going cold calling a travel agent, they, they've got to be pretty desperate. Right. And so that sort of seeped out into some local directory or media, that award. And um, and half of them had somebody with a disability. Mm. And so I realized, you know, and it, usually it was some grandfather mm -hmm. or father mm -hmm. who had a disability of some kind and they wanted to go somewhere and they needed to know if, you know, what was 
a good place to go for a wheelchair user. So it's like the, mul- the multi-generational travel, yeah, travel with grandma and grandpa. And I, could, I could see, and they were the ones paying for the trip, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't care what it cost. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. no, you know, they, they weren't uh, budget-oriented. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, you know, this could be the future of small group travel. Because, uh, and so I looked at this, and then I went on, so I was... Uh, in the negotiating stage of selling everything. Mm. And uh, so I thought this could be, you know, an interesting area because baby boomers were aging into a disability and I'm one of them. And, uh, and I thought, uh, well, this is probably going to be by just pure demographics, a big category. Right. And, uh, so I may as well just, you know, and I was looking for something else to sink my teeth into Wait, at so that time. Not, I like this, that this is a very boomer thing to do. You have your own business, you see a market to do, and then you realize how big it is. And then Jake, you're not going to retire. You're never. Uh, no, I'm not. I, I'm a failure. <laughs> you're, I, I'm a retirement loser. Is what I am. You're also a legend in the travel business, which is kind of funny. Well, people you know. don't. You're, you're you're well known. So so you you had people come to you and say, Jake, you're a travel North agent. Major, North American <laughs> Journeys is on the door, and they were knocking and just saying, you know, and then, and they were literally they, asking you to book travel. They were asking me where to go. They just wanted information, and just before they and just because the I city could, decided to give you a plaque. Yeah, thanks and a lot, Sausalito, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, good job. And, and uh, you know, it's sort of a dubious an award, really, is what it was. <laughs> right. So right, uh, but that's sort of you know, I mean, I just love the entrepreneurial part that you realize that there's a market for this, and well, there's it's just a need kind for of it. like uh, you know, it, it's you know, it doesn't take a genius for pattern recognition to understand that this is where it's going. <laughs> right. So just the, uh, you know, so I, you know, so I ended up, um, you know, looking at it and I went on a listening tour mm. and I had a lot of contacts in the travel industry mm-hmm. and I was, uh, and so I contacted them, a lot mm-hmm. of the destinations, because really when they were, you know, you just filter it down, what they were asking about is where can they go? Right. And then what can they do and mm. where they can stay? Mm. And just see, those were the three things. Right. And so that was all destination oriented, mm. right? Mm. Because they're the ones who could tell you where to stay and what to do. Right. And so I, it, it dawned on me that I had all those, con- I had a network mm. of contacts that could provide this. So I contacted that network and I had my, you know, Tom Barry, my, mm. my newsletter editor do some research on disability hmm. and I sent Betsy who you know probably hmm. to um, to Brussels to a disability travel show was uh, it, called dis, uh, tra- it was called uh, destinations for all and it was okay. a worldwide show with governments you know mostly governments right, right right European governments talking about what they're doing around accessibility and she brought back you know an entire you know box of brochures and what's kind of what's going on there. And then I went on this listening tour and then Tom did a research and he found all these sort of uh, uh, travel bloggers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with different disabilities. But they're kind of not unified, right? They're different, no, no, they're, everything's, uh, nobody knows anybody else. It's all completely disparate. Right. There wasn't and probably a, a current one spot for information. There, there wasn't. And mm-hmm. so, you know, so this is, so, so I was fortunate in as much as I had just sold everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and I didn't really need to take a salary. Right. And so just so I could probably just do this and just learn it. And so that's kind of how it happened. But that's why I'm saying I just sort of 
I came in through an open window. Right. Just the, <laughs> just and just kind of the, fell right into what it fell is. right into this. And, and so I think that, uh, and, uh, so that's, that's how I got into it. Okay. And then once I did conduct a listening tour, I understood that this one, there are two, two things mm -hmm. that, that, that I think people really need to understand. One is that there's an ADA mm -hmm. that has provided some baseline mm -hmm. for physical infrastructure. The, the American, like with, ramps, Dis American with Disabilities Act, which was passed, I think, in the 70s or 80s. Uh, it's passed in 90. 90? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's 32 years old. Okay. So just the, uh, and so I started looking into that act mm -hmm. and it took them about a year and a half to draft it because every when you think about it, every disability has its own spectrum, right? Right. So there's right. somebody that's uh, you know that's basically in on crutches, mm -hmm. or and there's somebody that's in a you know like a a, a custom fitted wheelchair, fully motorized wheelchair, full, kind of thing, fully right? motorized power wheelchair, and then there are people that you know. So that law was written for the the uh, median. So half, got it. Okay. So half the people. Uh, so for half the people, you know, uh, n the ADA is not accessible it's, enough, and for the other half, it's too accessible. And so just the uh, so so okay. uh, I and so see. I okay. realized, but there was no ADA for information, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so this so is this is all pre-internet, no. pre right nineteen ninety. No, no, this is no, no. This is uh, when I realized this. Oh, okay. Well, that was that was right. I said, well, the it was ADA written, was a long time right, uh, internet, right. right? But what I realized was that destinations, their primary job mm -hmm. is to provide information through their website mm -hmm. on what consumers can, you know, right. what visitors come, come can see, do, what's here, go eat here, you know, go and, there, and right. what you know, and and kind of you know, and they had relationships with mm -hmm. the business community it's just mm -hmm. like you mm -hmm. you've got relationships with the business community you've got relationships with the with locals mm -hmm. and you have relationships with the with, with visitors mm -hmm. and just the and with elected officials right you know those three things so um anyway so that you know so i realized that and i thought and all of the and i start talking to these disabled bloggers and a lot of mm -hmm. these advocates mm -hmm. and their approach uh, has always been to uh, you know to be an activist mm -hmm. and to complain and to fight for their rights, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. they should be doing. And I understood that, but the travel industry doesn't react well to that. No. And so just the so I mm -hmm. thought, well, here we have kind of a commercial form of advocacy, right? Because they all understand that there's this big train of baby boomers mm -hmm. aging mm -hmm. into a disability, and I had a lot of data, right, that basically supported that. And that's what I like. You have education, just and just for people listening, your website is travelability.net, right? This, and this it's more for people who work in the industry in travel, but I'm sure you also have information in here for people who themselves need information. But just just for people who are listening here, they wouldn't know. We don't promote it. You know, right, to right. Them. It's kind of a, you know, we're promoting you're, it. You're educating the suppliers, what we say in the business or the, the destinations. We're a hub for them. Got it. And, and they, we're a B2B hub for accessibility and travel. What what kind of information or what, what kind of surprised you as you got into this that is something that people who need the services, it's very evident to them, but somebody that would supply, you know, a hotel or a restaurant or a winery, like this is so evident. How can you not know this? Or do you ever have any of those aha moments? Yeah, there are a couple of them. You know, and I'll just tell you, um, you know, one of which is really how um, 
you know, how easy it is to be accessible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how uh, and how an attitude mm-hmm. can deflect, uh, you know, a, 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 you know, kind of a negative situation mm-hmm. with just training about an attitude, about em- empathy. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this because this, uh, this you know, we're in the hospitality industry. Right. That's our business. That anyway, that's that, our business. That right. should be you know, our ethos. Right. Exactly. Right? exactly. And so I was thinking about that and I thought, you know, this can't be, you know, and then I started talking to, you know, we put on a conference mm-hmm. and we invited and it was a travel industry conference about disability, mm-hmm. not a disability in a, industry mm-hmm. conference mm-hmm. about travel. Right. So the only people who were disabled were the speakers. The panelists, the speakers. The panelists, okay. the speakers right. who right. had the lived experiences and who, uh, and they were either travel agents or they were bloggers okay. or they, you know, but in different, with different right. disabilities. And what I realized when it, what it, what it came down to is um, that, um, you know, they, you know, people felt afraid of them mm. you know mm-hmm. i mean when and i was that way when mm-hmm. i see somebody in a wheelchair or when i see someone with a white cane mm-hmm. or a, you don't know really how to react right and so you kind of go into panic mode yeah and, and like, i'm just not going to engage awkwardness, That's a, this is the easiest right. way to do it i'm not going to engage and just see right. so you know so i realized that you know that they're just people like mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. else once you start talking to them mm-hmm. and when you meet them mm-hmm. you realize how amazing Mm-hmm. They really are. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mean the inspirational side, mm-hmm. you know, although that works, too, but just how they're role models for other people that have their same disabilities mm-hmm. because they're showing what they can what can be done. These people have traveled with yeah. they're in a wheelchair and, and or they're blind the, or. Yeah. And, and so mm-hmm. so I realized that. And then the other thing, the other aha moment I have to tell you was um, at a wedding that I went to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, um, and this is a, outside of Sequoia National Park, okay. and it was, you know, like a Northern California, mm-hmm. you know, wedding, and mm-hmm. and so I was sitting <laughs> was at the, I was at the reception. <laughs> yes, good. And I'm sitting at the reception, and some one of the other people were six strangers and my mm-hmm. wife, and mm-hmm. and one of the other people said, "Well, why don't we just uh, have a little icebreaker? Everybody, just go around the table." Who you know here? Okay, okay. You know why are you and here? Where you're from? Right. And and uh, what do you do? Okay. Okay. So the first person on my on my left, that couple on my left, that guy was an accidental philanthropist. Okay. And uh, he had a pool cleaning company and inherited ten million dollars with the stipulation that if he gave three of it away, he could keep the other seven. And he was okay. looking uh, for. Uh, if he's, excuse me, it's the other way around. Okay. He gave seven of it away. Okay, he keeps he the, could, well, he it could doesn't keep matter. That's, I mean, that's a, it's like Bruce's so, millions. Okay. So just the, so uh, he was looking for ways to do that. Okay. And trying to understand, you know, and he was kind of a blue collar person. Right. And this is his first time having a lot of money to give away. And so yeah, the person great. across from me was uh, an entrepreneur who'd started four companies and okay. sold them. And uh, his wife was head of. Wealth management for Morgan Stanley okay. in San Francisco. Boy, you run in some nice circles there, Jake. I'm going to tell you. The, and the person on my left was a world-renowned photographer okay. for National Geographic. And then it got to me, mm-hmm. arguably the least accomplished person <laughs> at the table. And I had just put on travelability okay. in Tampa. Uh-huh. And I came back and I just said, well... I just produced a conference uh, to help the travel industry become more accessible for people with disabilities. Right. 
And suddenly, I was the most interesting person <laughs> at the table. They were just bombarding me right. with questions about disability and all these, you know, and, and how I got into this, well, just like you, and just the, and, and then I, I thought, I was trying to think, what's going on here? Right. And I realized it's because they thought I was a better person than I really am. Oh. <laughs> and so just the, I got into right. it for this problem. You got in mode. there. Right, right. And just the, but I, I realized this, so so anybody who gets involved in access, right. and this has happened, people have told me who are allies, who are not <laughs> right, disabled, right, right. it's like if you got involved in uh -huh. this with Sonoma uh -huh. and you just said, okay, I'm, we're going to go on a, a campaign uh -huh. to educate people in, the, in mm -hmm. the, uh, the industry and you, your elected officials would think <laughs> you would have cachet with so many people. It's just like, so I realize. You know the uh, you know destinations get beaten up all the time right, by right. you know hoteliers oh. and all this. We, and I realize that sides. this is so. This is so. What I realize is that it's not political, right? It's, and, well, and, I, I, and it's not divisive, and it's just something that people feel out of you know certain right. empathy. You so. but you brought up an excellent point: is that people age into this in that you know um, you 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 don't know until you get a little bit older. Like you could be in a wheelchair one day. And you still want to be active. And that could happen to you. So I think a certain level of empathy occurs when you realize mm -hmm. um, there are people who are born with disabilities and they're in wheelchairs or, or other you know mobility aids their whole life. But there's other people that like eventually you realize, I'm not that far away from having something happen that I need that, but I still want to be active and still want to do stuff. And then you realize the world wasn't really set up for this. We have made a huge mistake <laughs> in how we've made doors that are impossible to open or my visitor center, which has steep steps to get up, which drives me nuts, because it was built in 1913. Um, there's all sorts of different problems that we have that we haven't thought of until we really have to think about it. So that's, I think you're in, you're in a good spot, Jake, in that you're advocating for things that are going to be really needed, but more people will finally be aware of it. Well, what you're what you're saying is really what we've been saying right now, and how I you know, how I explain it to people is those people who are disabled today, mm -hmm. they're going to help you when you become disabled right. because of you know old age, age, and age related mm -hmm. disabilities. It's and just they're the ones who are helping you. So if you're accessible for people who are mm -hmm. disabled today, you're going to be accessible for yourself when you age into a disability. So, so let me ask you this: What are like a couple of steps that a business could take to really look and see if they are accessible and start that process so they can make sure their customers are feeling welcomed. Can you think of like, I mean, well, one, they can go to your website, of course, but are there other, other, the first thing is just the training, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and developing an attitude around, um, hospitality mm -hmm. for people with disabilities who are differently abled mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just see, so, and understanding that somebody, Who's uh, you know if it's a hotel, yeah. You know, there's no ADA law that says that you have to have a counter that's you know low. Drives me nuts when the counters so, so high. The, you know with the counters. Right, right. But you know, but the way there's a workaround by coming having the 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 reception person mm -hmm. come around and give that person right the key and and deal with them you know in mm -hmm. person. So and the, and they are entirely you know they're they're grateful that mm -hmm. they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's so rare. It's just simple training though, right? Simple it's such training simple about training, things huh? that, no. and then uh, there are, and the, that training, so we had um, two attorneys, a, a mm -hmm. defense and a, and a um, you know, just the 
you know, we had a defense lawyer and we had a plaintiff lawyer. Oh, okay. And just the, and we were- Did you have them on a panel talking together? Yeah, on a panel talking together. And the plaintiff lawyer was really interesting. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, if we didn't, if if my clients had been mm-hmm. treated correctly, mm-hmm. right, with any kind of empathy, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had any lawsuits. Interesting. And so just the so so starting so, with empathy, so it starts with that's the right answer because the the final answer often becomes like a lawsuit or something like that. But if you started correctly, the initial the right. initial thing is a lawsuit because you know you've been treated poorly and it's against the law right right and just so if you had something blatantly against the law like you know the the ramp uh crumbled mm. and nobody fixed no it. one fixes it yeah yeah so just the uh if you had somebody say, you know come around and say well we'll we'll have our engineers we'll mm-hmm. lift you up over here and we'll mm-hmm. do they wouldn't have even reported it right so just the uh so so these are the things that the plaintiff lawyer finds that are you know just gross negligence or right. or or disrespect mm-hmm. coupled with disrespect, and so those so that thing and then some of the some of the most um, you know ki- kind of um, uh, assets that you mm-hmm. have you know you think about ramps and you mm-hmm. think about. You know, beds and doorways mm-hmm. and all of this, and just the, and uh, but when the the, the surveys have, are done with people with disabilities, mm-hmm. so the things that bother them are really things you wouldn't even think about. Mm-hmm. That are you know like one of the main uh, problems that they have in hotels is really heavy doors for right. wheelchair users. I was I just I was going to bring this up because uh, the the public bathrooms we have in the plaza are great because they're steel doors and whatever. Yeah. But I saw a woman who was on a, um, a mobility device, one of those scooter things, having a really hard time opening it. And I'm so like, the, why is there not, why, so <laughs> why that, don't we think of these things? Because they don't think about it because they want that door to close itself. Right. And so just that's primarily what it is. And, and the ADA has measured the pound strength of what it takes to close itself. Right. And, it's five. And, and even as you get older, pushing on a heavy door... Or well, this, and then yeah. we have a we found a video, mm-hmm. and it's four minutes long, mm-hmm. and it shows anybody how they can actually lower the pressure. Oh, you can of kind of change a little doohickey on wrench. it, right? Right. On you just you know you can do it yourself. It's a quarter turn. So and just see, so there are these these like little fixes, right? That we're so we 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 kind of aggregated. We created this thing called the accessibility playbook. Okay, and we aggregated. All of the content, all the stuff, all the information. How would somebody get that playbook? Is it they They can't? They have to be part of uh, something called the Destination Ally Program. Okay. Or they so So it's a B two B thing, and so business thing. It can apply to us seven months to compile it, and uh, it has one hundred twenty thousand dollars worth of other people's really Uh, uh, information and training in there. Yeah, but it has 75 links to, you know, in addition, it's 40 pages and it has 75 links to videos. So this is really a training program. Plays. Yeah. Okay. Just they, basically, how do they can train there? And so, but it's things like, and the other thing is like, uh, you know, if somebody is blind and has a, has a guide dog, mm-hmm. you know, a service dog, and, you know, and they, you know, they check into the hotel. Mm-hmm. If a hotel places a water bowl, in that room, mm-hmm. you know, along with some information on where the dog can relieve uh, themselves. Right, right, right. 
that's like Ritz Carlton type service right, to right. a blind person. And it's so simple, but it just requires so a little simple, bit of training. No, no. For the, the front other, desk. A, a, another niggling problem mm-hmm. is this is. Uh, uh, is trash receptacles in front of an elevator and people in a wheelchair can't reach the elevator button. The, uh, you know, trash... I you totally know, know what you're talking about. You know where... Of that, course, you have so to reach over something that's high and above it and that doesn't make sense. They can't get to it. So just see, that just means moving the trash receptacle. Which is a simple thing. So fix. just see, yeah. uh, and then, you know, there are other things. And then there are some things that are really big, mm-hmm. um, which we've tried to bring attention to, which is... Uh, that 80% of the bathrooms mm-hmm. uh, in hotels are not accessible right. for 80%. Right. To, to get like to the, the toilet, to get the showers, the, the this, sinks are too high. This, um, this uh, MMGY study uh-huh. that you were looking at, uh-huh. uh, one of the, the uh, questions in there was about you know bathroom, mm. hotel bathrooms. How many of you had... Problems. Eighty-six percent have had a problem with a hotel. And that's bathroom. just like it should be. That's a private place. It shouldn't have to be asking for help or needing something or even bringing it up. It should be set up that way, right? It should be set up that way. But it's out of ignorance at the uh, at the the, so the architect's level or the designer the level. Archi- or? It, it's it's really at the inspection level mm. because uh, the city inspectors inspect all the hotel rooms except for the ADA rooms, which are federally. That's a federal Seriously? law. Yeah. So they don't inspect the ADA rooms. And that, and this is a problem that has just gone unnoticed. And we brought it up in our newsletter, this whole thing on shower shaming. Interesting. And just the, uh, because they can't take showers. And this, yeah. I mean, it's just, so we had, a, there was a guy, one of these bloggers, a triple amputee, mm-hmm. who's obsessed with travel. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he, he lost his limbs uh, when a, when a, fuel tank exploded in his car hmm. and he probably had a lawsuit mm-hmm. that you know that mm-hmm. he's living he's he's taken 900 tri- flights stayed in 500 hotels and has meticulously logged everything about the the bathrooms you know what was it and he found uh four out of five bathrooms mm-hmm. had a problem with the shower set with hmm. the, there was a problem with the uh, bath setup and so just so that's just a total, you know, that's ignorance, and the, and so you know we try to bring that up, right, right, and just the uh, and so and now with this survey information, right. let so me, let me ask you this: What are are you seeing examples of of um, you know businesses modifying what they're doing or people doing it correctly or or some examples you can say, hey, go look at what they've done. This has worked. Well, basically, we're what we're doing is we're encouraging destinations to to create landing pages. Okay, that, on their websites. On their websites, okay. that's the best thing they can do. Okay, and then uh, to survey their <laughs> uh, their their businesses, right? To determine, you know, uh, to come up with an assessment of what they have that's accessible, right? Right. Beyond just ramps and parking right. spaces, and uh, then put all that information up on the. Got on it. their website on a landing page and then iterate that landing page for different disabilities right. each year. Got it. And so okay. just the uh, and, okay. and and that evolves into a guide. Got you it. You know, okay. multi-page probably guide. Right, that they can that build they can off of videos and things. And so we have examples of those landing pages. Okay. That are you know and um, and then there are now uh, radically accessible destinations, mm-hmm. you know, who this is, you know, so 
we've we've kind of work with uh, like Mesa, Arizona, for mm-hmm. example, lives in the shadow of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And uh, isn't that their tourism slogan? The shadow. <laughs> <laughs> we live in the Almost Phoenix. Mesa, Arizona. No, is it? <laughs> Almost Phoenix. <laughs> Those poor people. All right, keep going. <laughs> Without the professional sports team. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, but they, you know, but uh, the CEO there mm-hmm. is just, you know, has a has a son on the spectrum, mm-hmm. on the autism spectrum. And, you know, he is convinced the entire city to get behind this mm-hmm. and it's like the 35 fifth largest city in the country mm-hmm. and people don't know about it but they're radically accessible that every but, and that you know, builds a market though for people to go visit arizona right yeah, if you're not going to promote if you're, it if you're, you're going to go to mesa and so if you've got place. an autistic mm-hmm. family member mm-hmm. that's the best place you that and myrtle beach are the two best places okay you can see go. so that's interesting so just the uh so and then you know, and so there are other, you know, I, I mean, uh, you know, so so I'm looking at the fact that there's really, I mean, our role is really to convince people to provide the information. Right. Because that's right. Re- really what people need. That's the beginning. Yeah. That's the, you can't do more than that. You right. can't fix the ramps. You right. can't, you know, so, um, you know, so that's, that's kind of what, what so we're, we're doing. I just want to bring up, because this is the Sonoma spiel. We'll talk in, here in Sonoma. Uh, we have Sugarloaf State Park. And it's up there uh, on mm-hmm. Sonoma Valley, and it's run by the Sonoma Ecology Center, a local nonprofit. And they've been doing accessible bird watching, so they have a path that you can get on motorized wheelchairs. It's great, and bird watching at dusk. And I, and I thought, well, this is you know right up the alley. And and then to your point, a lot of people will age into a disability. Like this, this is an inevitability. Especially bird watchers. Especially bird, the birds come and get They're you. They're starting from a pretty late point. <laughs> well, they are. That's what I was going to say. You know, most bird watchers are a little bit older. I notice as I get older, I start looking at the birds more. <laughs> start appreciating them. <laughs> I do. What, like, they, for what they do. That's and not what so they bad. Are. I could be a bird. Um, but I think that was really smart to see that, and then they're, they're going to do these, I think, more often because once you show the pattern can be done and you figure it out, what stops you from saying, okay, now let's do something, you know, obviously not bird watching, but some sort of like hike for the blind or something like that. What what can you do that that does this or bird listening to? I guess in the case of the blind. Do so, do you have a city manager here? We do. Yeah. So the city manager is probably in charge of making everything accessible because they have right. to have an ADA coordinator. City managers are my favorite, and they have a lot of work to do. And it's my and editorial. <laughs> Keep it up, Sue. Are you good? <laughs> so just see, but but in a lot of cases, you know, the city managers oh. and the DMOs, the destination oh. uh, marketing organization, organization right. you know, the, you yeah. should be collaborating, right? Because you can. They're terrible at marketing, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're good at <laughs> land management, but they're terrible at marketing it's so in funny. general. You're right. You're and so just the uh, so, but they should be collaborating right. with you, right? Because you can market what they what they're well, doing, and that's like we're, and, we have and, an accessible bike path. Uh, that was the trail. Yeah. That it was a, a, a rail trail, yeah, and, you know, and a I lot mean, of people go out on it. Um, I was gonna say we also we have a guy uh, called Pushpock Motors, and he has these little scooters that he both sells and does tours. But a lot of people come up here, and I can see they're they're looking for some way to get around without walking too much. Because when you're a rural destination, uh, you drive or you walk. Uh, you don't have a lot of city compact stuff. Uh, but Pushpock Motors, you can go buy these little doohickey. You got to see them; they're really amazing. And I see a lot of people using them now just to get around town because they couldn't maybe walk as far, right? Yeah. And it's it's kind of neat. Well, you know, it's a progression. 
yeah. to a disability, right? right. So just right. the uh, so it starts with reduced mobility, and, right. and uh, you know, so and then it starts with reduced vision, mm-hmm. reduced, you know, and then you need, you know, how much trouble is it for you to ask your all your restaurants mm-hmm. to create a menu with large type? Just the you know. Yes, our last podcast, we were just talking about how as we get older, which you and I are not, of course, but yeah, you get (laughs) fonts and they're impossible to read. And I'm saying, so if, imagine if you have a real vision disability, this is ridiculous. You you should have large type and make it easy to find in the sense that don't make people have to ask for it. Just say, oh, here's, you know, here's a a larger one. Here it is. So we're working. So we have a Shark Tank component to our Uh, conference. Okay. Called, uh, and it's, uh, and it's called Innovatable. Okay. And just the, uh, and we uh, basically research all these kind of uh, contraptions, mm-hmm. technology. Oh, like people bringing their new, their new ideas slash to, businesses right. to you guys. And okay. just the, so, so we have like 150 of them that we've researched and we take 10 and, and bring them to our company. You invite the people that have this product. Right. Either vir- through virtual, okay. you know, through Zoom or right. they come in person. Okay. And uh, one of the products is this thing called the talking menu, which is uh, where you take a camera phone and you take a, a Q, picture of a QR code, uh-huh. and it just basically uh, it, 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 it renders the, an audio menu. It reads it back it, it to you. It reads the menu back to you. And this is something that's $500 any restaurant could afford. You know what's going to happen, though? This is also perfect for people on dates at fancy French restaurants, and they don't know how to pronounce the words. Yeah. They... See, it has a speech There's, therapy component <laughs> to it. It's gonna, it's gonna help you say, what is this cochon you're talking about? I need some cochon. Um, that's amazing. So, did someone win that one, or did you guys? Uh, well, that was the winning. It was okay. Yeah, but they had other. You know, we had other things. There was, you know, there was a, a uh, wheelchair that uh, called uh, Revolve Air Wheel mm-hmm. that that actually was uh, designed. You know. A lot of the things are not designed by people with disabilities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're designed by engineers who have a kind of a, you know, who who have seen something and just you know are have an altruistic streak right, to them. Right, right, right. And uh, they so this was a wheelchair that was designed by a Ferrari designer. Oh, really? And a Formula One uh, engineer, you know, designed. Okay, right. so it just goes super and fast. It, <laughs> like it just goes zipping it does. around. Really. It, it it's it's like it folds up uh-huh. to something like this that you can put uh-huh. in a um, in uh, oh uh, uh, air, airline carry on okay and just the uh, and it's it folds up to a carry on size and you can take it on the airlines uh-huh. and the reason we selected them was not only the sleek nature of it mm. but you can put it in the trunk it folds up in the trunk Small. of your car and the seat next to you right you know you can take it anywhere and uh, but. Uh, the the thing that I thought um, you know was was really uh, special about it mm-hmm. was that you could rent it at an airport. You could set up an airport uh, concession right. uh, and rent it. You know, so one of those luggage shops mm-hmm. at the airport mm-hmm. could rent that. Mm-hmm. You know, you take to me or one of the. You right. know, so we were looking for products that destinations could kind of introduce to their. I like that idea. So you know, all the things we found were were products that could be introduced by by you mm-hmm. to your businesses. You don't right. have an airport, but just the. Uh, but uh, right, we do have the sprawling Sonoma County Airport, fifty minutes from here, which has about fifteen flights. You're right; it's not a very big airport. <laughs> 
but but Santa Rosa, Rosa, Santa Rosa, Rosa yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. but but uh, you know, but that's a smart idea. Yeah. So these Something are like so that. we're okay. planting ideas mm -hmm. through these products that mm -hmm. that function as like bridges between mm -hmm. accessibility and non-accessibility. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that can make you know. So so that's what you know between the products and the training. And you know the information providing, right? You know, there's a lot that can be done. Okay. And travel and travel's the toy department of life. You know, right. everybody should be able to enjoy it. Right. It shouldn't be. Yeah. Often it is a hassle, but it should not be a hassle. You know, theoretically. The, uh, the the hassle part of it is really the travel, the air. You know, the air yes. travel is the hassle. They always part talk of about frictionless travel, where you try to get to the point where switching from modes. To get to your destination yeah. shouldn't be so painful, right? Uh, yeah, we're there's, there. there's, I mean, we're looking at end-to-end -end accessibility, which is fr frictionless accessibility. Yeah. is what it is. I like this. And just the, uh, you know, so anyway. Well, give me. I know this is this is really good information, and both for people who are in the travel business, but also for consumers who travel, for travelers to know how to advocate and ask themselves, but also like the businesses should be listening to them and saying, do some training learn about your customer base, which will be growing. You said 20% of travelers will have some kind of disability. 20% of the U.S. population has okay. some form of disability. Right. So that's, and there's a breakdown on the CC, CDC website. Of what of those what, are. But, but that's know. one in five people. For those of you that are not math majors like yeah. myself. Um, yeah. So that's that's significant. And it, so it makes sense for both people who are traveling to say, hey, this is this is normalized. This is, this is a huge portion of the population. Uh, and also for people who provide other hotels or restaurants or, or transportation. Yeah. I mean, restaurants. Be ready for this. You know, I mean, restaurants, it's really, you know, they have, they all have to have accessible bathrooms, right? right. So just right. the, uh, and and then, you know, all they need to, you know, a lot of the, first what they really need to know is is really the furniture needs to be moved so that a, a wheelchair can clear it. It's it. so, it's, it's, so it's seems a, so a simple once you explain it, but, but it's so hard to understand unless you know. I, I think the thing here is really the wineries. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, in Sonoma and Napa mm -hmm, Valley, because mm -hmm. a lot of those wineries are not accessible, I guess. No. And, and so just no. the, uh, so, so they can learn uh, to train their staff mm -hmm. about, you know, ad, attitudinal training. Right. And that kind of, you know, that's something that you could probably do. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, that's great insight. something that as an initiative. Of yeah, yours. no, I'm already thinking about this, Jake. This so is a, that's the, a great point. And because a, a lot of the complaints that I see are mm -hmm. about wineries really? not being accessible. Yeah. Just the, okay. uh, the, the tasting rooms. Right. And, you know, have steps and they don't have, you know, they right. have, and so there's, you know there aren't provisions and and mm -hmm. wine wine tastings you know has become you know some sort of a you know kind of a, a, an activity that uh you know people who are wine lovers really they, they look at this as okay this is like this can be your grand canyon you know right. you have a lot of wine no tasting. this is this is a fun that people come here so you're right the tasting rooms and you, I, you, you might want to do a guide to accessible tasting rooms. Yeah, that's a good point. You that's know, good, and okay. just survey them and just... Look, this is how businesses start. Good job, Jake. Yeah, this is smart. Yeah. I, I really like this, actually. And I'm going to um, add that to our list of attributes that are sortable um, on our website. Yeah. And then we have a... We I have can a show grid. you some websites okay. on how to, you know, how to design the page and the right. whole thing. I like yeah. that. And I, I do say, you know, we do have a lot of tasting rooms around the plaza that are accessible um, because they're inside storefronts and things like that mm -hmm. usually, but I can also see how the ones that are more rural um, and are based on like working ranches, they might not think that way 
right, especially yeah. when they're building it a hundred years ago. So right. it's like maybe how to adapt it or, or change some of the experiences, or some of the products that they could have that exactly will, you know, that they can that are inexpensive that they right. can use to and, you know to help people. If you show people that you're you know that you want to help them, mm-hmm. they're like very appreciative. Yeah, well, it's, it's hospitality. They, they're they're so. Uh, in, they feel so invisible mm-hmm. when they travel. I mean, I've, I've you know, I've become, um, you know, I, I mean, I see this as as a mission now mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and people like you, once you get involved in it, there's like, I mean, we're marketing our, all marketing our travel assets right, and right. our destinations, but this adds a layer of purpose-driven marketing mm-hmm. to it that, you know, that you wouldn't normally have. Right. And I think you, I, and I think you've got the, you know, the sort of the position and the personality mm-hmm. skills to rally people around a cause like this, you know, and you know, and and really do it around next July, which is, you know, Disability Pride Month. Oh, know, it is okay. Rally around okay. something like that. Okay. And that's what we're recommending. Okay. If you want to expose blind. Uh, assets mm-hmm. to people who are blind. Do it around White Cane Day. Do it the next year. And so just, you guys have a? Do you have a calendar of this sort of stuff or yeah, information? Of course, oh, okay. Yeah. No, okay. we have, we have a, a whole. Thing. We have this whole destination ally program, <laughs> step by step. Of <laughs> Let what me they make sure. And then just just to kind of to wrap up here, that if people want more information, if you if you are a, 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 in the travel business, you can go to your website travelability one word dot net. Right. Right. Travelability. How do you are you saying travelability? Travelability. Travelability. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It's like one of these. Is it a tongue twister? Well, it's like it's like. Yeah. No, it's good. Travelability.net is all the information, Um, and you do have a summit. I think for people who are in the travel business can attend. We have this thing called the Emerging Market Summit, which covers accessibility, uh, sustainability, and DEI. Okay. And I've been trying to kind of Grecian formula accessibility <laughs> into <laughs> DE&I for right, the last right. three years. Okay. You know, using that approach every, mm. you know, an inch every year. Right, right. And just, you know, and suddenly, you know, it, it, it's it's in there. Got and, it. And uh, so, uh, you know, so we're sort of mixing these three niches that don't get much attention at right, other shows. Into one, into one other show. Other than an hour panel. Right. And this, this again, you, you are kind of known, at least I've known you through eTourism Summit and North American Journeys and people who don't, Aren't in the travel business don't know that Jake Steinman on the Sonoma Spiel is kind of a, is kind of a big deal. But well, Jake, uh, thanks thanks for coming that. on. <laughs> I'll make sure everyone knows travelability.net for more right. information. And then if they want more information about Sonoma Valley, of course, go to sonomavalley.com. And we have things to do, see and do. And it sounds like I'm going to have to add an accessibility page quickly. And I've, I thank you for pointing out that I've, I think I'm lacking that right now. We're in the middle of redoing our website. Oh, good. So, Perfect. and a lot of accessibility stuff's yeah. now more, more yeah. uh, accessible for us, cost-wise and things, yeah. like, which is great. Yeah. But I will make sure I add that. So, uh, Jake, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate thank it. Thank you so much for having me. It's you a bet. pleasure. And uh, we'll see you around Sonoma soon. Thanks. Okay. Speak to you later. Okay.